Gotta find that. Uh oh, where'd everybody go? The button. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm here. Don't okay. Me. <laughs> we were just all being quiet and polite. Yeah. We're listening. Oh, sorry. It's hurting my brain thoughts. I got scared. <laughs> You're totally ruining my brain thought. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the show that invested in tank top stock right after watching this movie. I think we are gonna be rich. On with the show. <laughs> well, thanks Autopilot. I don't I don't know that uh, tank tops were a wise investment, but, you know, who am I to say? <laughs> I'm not rich. If Brandon uh, Lee hadn't, been, hadn't died, it definitely oh, would have yeah. been a tank thing. Oh yeah, tank tops would have been the next thing. Anyways, I'm Joe. I'm Adam. I am Shannon. And I'm Angela. And I am Matt. Yay! Yay. We are movie dummies. We're dummies who talk movies, as always. And everything. I just shipped my bed! <laughs> Absolutely. This week we're going to talk about a little movie from 1992 called Rapid Fire. Did you say 82? 92. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, right. not, I was going to say 90. no. Yeah, 82 would make more sense given the soundtrack... <laughs> And uh, the lameness uh, of I, all the action the setup. It was like they wanted to hold on to the eighties, and yet, Hard. yeah, they're not, they weren't going to let it die in ninety two. So. No, I mean they. <laughs> nope. Yeah, me and Shannon had a long discussion this afternoon about. She's like, "Why did they pick those songs?" And I'm like, "Well, because they wanted the eighties back." No, I don't think that's quite it. I think, uh, yeah, no, I think that they just didn't have money. <laughs> <laughs> so they hard line. Eighty songs were cheap in the nineties, especially from a band no one's heard of since or before. So, right there you go. Yeah, and she said to me, "You're totally ruining my brain thoughts." And I was oh. like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm so going to kill you." She's gonna kill me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, this is kind of like our last episode based entirely around a movie. We're gonna be shifting gears for the hundredth episode. Because we're special like that, you know? So, enjoy. And it's ours. We can do what we want. Enjoy Rapid Fire. We're not bought. That's right. That's right. Nobody owns us. We've drained the swamp here at Movie Dummies. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, before we get into... I just shit my pants. (laughs) Inconceivable! I totally missed the drop. Wow. I just may shit my pants. There we go. So, uh... I mean, inconceivable works too. A little out of my arm's reach. I need to sit closer to the table. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about rapid fire in a minute. But before that, let's hear some recommendations. And Adam, since you're a rare visitor on this podcast, why don't you start? (laughs) It's been forever. Special guest. Special guest Adam. I'm going to just do three things, right? Okay. So, and the first thing is going to be a Netflix series called Safe with Michael C. Hall. And a bunch of British people I don't know. So oh, you recommended that last time you were on. Did you finish it? Did, no, I didn't recommend it last time. I talked to you while we we're on the. Um... Jeez, Joe. Are you sure? here in Texas? <laughs> I think I think you and I talked about it while we were on online for uh, Division. Okay, it's hard to remember. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on my so, farm here um, in Texas. I do recommend it. it. It's it's funny. It's like it kind of keeps you guessing. Um, the very last episode is a little lackluster, but still, it was a really really good show. Um, they say they're not going to bring back a season two, which I don't know why they would. Um, yeah, it but uh, make sense. yeah, um, it was really good. If you haven't seen Safe, 
watch a couple episodes, see if you get hooked. Um, Two other things. I saw two movies in the theater uh, this weekend. I had the distinct privilege of going to see Incredibles 2. Awesome. And um, yeah, it was very adultish. Well, so was the first one. Yeah. I mean, was, I feel like, I, I feel I like think, it's got to be geared towards like our age people, you right? Know? It is people who love the Incredibles, the first um, one, right? No. And I talked to other people that have seen it this weekend, um, uh, some people around here, and they, th- th- that's kind of the consensus. It was really, really good, You're but it seems like around the internet or around where you live, around where I live, <laughs> other people from work or where church or something like that. So Sorry, name. just, I didn't mean to cut you off because there was a preview in front of Incredibles 2 of Wreck-It Ralph. That Not at my theater. I don't theater. see where <gasps> your brain what? thoughts are making the connection. Oh. I was just gonna plug in that awesome preview of think- Wreck-It Ralph oh, okay. 2. Anyways, go ahead, Adam. It was yeah. adultish. I really don't know what's happening. Right, so it was really adultish. Um, my kids enjoyed it, but I think it was a little bit too. It was too much for kids, but just right for adults. It totally makes sense. I don't. I disagree. But yeah, I, I totally I, disagree too. But we'll talk about that in a second. My kids loved it on hey, the way said, home. We'll talk about it in a second. What's his last oh, recommendation? Because me and you were both and recommend went the movie saw too. Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom. Um, no, you did. Did you yeah. love it? It doesn't exist. Then, I did love it. Movie is doing real well in the box office. Loved it. Movie so magic. Movie. So Say the correct title. It was enjoyable. Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World. Falling Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. He said Jurassic Park. He said Jurassic people. Park. Pay. I probably attention. did say Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Sorry. Oh, it was awful in all the right ways. I loved it, dude. It's I... not. It's no longer a park. It's a world now. Oh, it, you, no spoilers. I bit off all my fingernails. I was terrified. Dude, I don't want that dinosaur coming after me. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second, too, because me and you are both oh, probably yeah. going to recommend okay, that one. Okay, whatever, Joe. So, yeah. I, uh... Can we talk... Me and Shannon both saw those movies, too, but let's get into uh, Angela's recommendations before we get into more Jurassic World talk. Okay, uh, I have two recommendations this week. Uh, the first Inconceivable. one. <laughs> I know, right? The first one is a movie on Netflix called The Boy. The Boy. The boy. Oh, yeah. I, I, the Boy. Go back about a year or so, I think I talked about this movie on here. Hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with Lauren Cohan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember you talking about it, so I don't remember what you said, oh, but I, sure did. I recommend this movie. <laughs> I did not recommend the movie. You did not recommend the movie. <laughs> I'm like gagging. It's part of this new thing in horror where they're like, it's supernatural. Psych! I don't watch a lot of horror movies, oh, so for me, I, I was I was bought in, hook, line, and sinker. Like, I called it at the beginning of the movie, like, when she first arrives at the house, I actually paused it, and I looked at my husband and said, I'm going to call this. And I called that the... the that the doll was possessed with the spirit of the kid. Oh, this movie. Spoiler. You did not watch the movie. I mean, I did, but... That's not what it is. Is this a sequel to Ginger Dead and the Man, or...? No, no, no. <laughs> no. You didn't watch the... You think that's what happened? No, no, no. Oh, I'm saying okay. what, at the beginning. That's that's what they wanted you to believe. Yeah, yeah. But And that's what I bought into in the very, oh, from the very beginning. I thought you were saying... And like, then, you, you said you no, called so it, then, like... This yeah, that's happens. what I called. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And it 
and it was exactly what they wanted you to believe. And then, so I was, Mm. I'm just saying it. So I was blown away at the end where I was like, oh, holy crap. No, that's not what it is. You know, and it blew my mind. Yeah, typically though, when someone says, hey, I called that, that means they actually called it and not like... Whatever, no, 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 Joe. No. no, that's no. I was just saying that's what I call, I bought in okay. hook, line, and sinker. Exactly what they wanted me to believe. Gotcha. So this kid might be a genius. So I liked it a lot because that's not what it was, and I'm like, whoa. I yeah, I understand that. They, they try to do the flip flop. There, there's a few movies. I don't know, maybe 15 or so that are that same premise where it's like supernatural, but it ends up just being not supernatural. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, so it's like a trope. I don't know that I've seen that another one like to. this. Oh yeah, there's yeah. tons of them. Um, I'm sure I there watched, are. I watched two I in the same week. Yet. I think if you go back, it was the boy, and I can't remember the other one, but it had uh, a dude in it. Oh, nice, a dude, huh? Not a dude. <laughs> like a crazy next door neighbor, not a or cow, and like. Not a rabbit. His kid was a rug. him, but it wasn't actually a ghost. It was like his... A, a ghost? Someone, a ghost? Someone was living in the attic. Gosh, Joe, you're mm. fun to make fun of. And, uh... Yeah, he was just, like, living in the attic, and then, like, when the movie was over, it was like a horror movie, it goes, there's all kinds of people who li- who break into houses and live there all the time. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Which That's... I guess was probably the most horrifying part of the movie. Creepy. <laughs> Yeah, so. Hmm. Okay. Instead of playing golf or being some hookers or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, rec- I recommend you watch it. I, I thought hookers. it was fine. Okay. The boy. Yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe, for your recommendation. I'm sorry. There's so much better horror movies out there. So many better. So much better. Good. Are, are there so many more worse ones? Yeah. Not really. It's, it's oh, wow. There. It's down there in the bottom of the barrel. I guess uh, Open House on Netflix with the kid from 13 Reasons Why or 37 Reasons Knowing. I don't remember what the show's called. Uh, He's in Goosebumps also. Is it 13 Reasons Why? Yes. It is 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, there's a movie he's in called Open House. It's really bad. It's worse than The Boy. So you didn't get a moaner? Is that what you're saying? You can shove that moaner right up your b-hole. Hey, I'm just trying (laughs) to make you angry, you know. Talk to the hand. So, I don't know. Do you recommend it, Boogie? I do, yeah. Boogie? Oh, yeah, I Angela? thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, what's your other one? My other one is a movie you're probably also going to hate, but oh, I thought it was really well done <laughs> and good. Pay the Ghost. What? I don't know what that is. Oh, Pay the Ghost is a Nicolas Cage horror movie. Oh, good God. No way. I, I can't no see way. this. It can't get into my eyeballs fast enough. <laughs> Pay? Pay the, the ghost. Ghost. Okay, it's on my list. Okay. Is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Oh, I'm watching it immediately um, after this is over. I'm, I'm just cool. going to read you the synopsis. I'm going to read you the synopsis, and I'll leave it there, and it's really... it's Watch. Watch it. After their young son disappears, a professor and his wife come apart, but haunting visions of their boy inspire them to search for him again. This is called Pay the Ghost. Didn't he make this movie before and it was called something different? When did I, this come out? I don't know. It was 2015. That's that's all I, I know. I've seen this I movie, but it was titled something different. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. I don't know. 
I just found it on my. I found it on Netflix hey, the other uh, day. I was like, eh, Nick, Nick Cage. I'm gonna watch this. Does he do any like? Does he go full cage? There's a point where he goes full cage. Yeah, pretty great. Yep, it's I'm pretty watching. great. Perfect. Um, it's and it is actually. I mean, it's Nick Cage doing Nick Cage. So in my mind, that's good acting. You know, it's not great. It's it's good Cage hey, acting. Okay, the dude so, makes choices. Live with it. <laughs> and then uh, everybody else does pretty good too. And. It's interesting, you know. It's yeah, it's not, yeah. I, it's not a, I can see this. I mean, it's not for me, but people will like it. It's Starbucks. It's what America wants. That's what you're trying to say. Got it. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's not it's not a premise that I or it's like the details of it or something I've never seen before. So it was it was fascinating. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Watch it. All right. Pay the ghost. I'm going to be watching that. Matt, what do you got, bud? <laughs> I uh, I don't have a lot actually. I okay. have been pretty busy. I've played uh, <clears throat> I played uh, Fallout uh, Shelter some more. Mm-hmm. I played uh, Magic: The Gathering Arena some more. But I did revisit my old haunt of uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. Uh-huh. And I wonder why you did that. I it's something gripped me to i got nothing um <laughs> gripped me. joe said hey come play division with me it's like and this is went. going dirty he, he let it slip that he bought a ps4 and i was like i have one of those i didn't <laughs> buy one of those i didn't say you had I bought it I said one, you had one huh never mind go ahead oh okay um yeah i I don't remember having that much fun the first time i played i do remember having fun the first time i played on computer um, on computer. Computer. I'll have to see it. Uh, when I played on the computer, it <laughs> got, it got old after a while. I don't think the higher levels or the end game was as fun for me, which I hear is like the opposite now. Yeah, it's when the game really starts. Hmm. Right, Adam. How do you feel, bud? Um, I would agree with that consensus. It starts after you kind of beat the game, and then you get to farm and play some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Moner. I think me and Adam probably have you get 4, to farm. Hours game. <laughs> Only get to people farm. play the division would know what we're talking about. That's right. Like, hey, hey. This like is you... a burrito taco conversation, not Joe's. <laughs> oh. Hey, Adam, I special. tried. This kid might be a genius. Probably the funniest thing ever. You'd have to be here because I got freaked out. You're totally like, ruining my brain thoughts. Thank you, Joe. That's kind of how I felt I when I was trying to play it. For that Joe's like, you need to shoot them. I was like, I give up. I dropped it and ran. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> oh, she was, yeah, she had like a nervous breakdown trying to play the division for two seconds. She's like looking at this guy going, ah! I was like, they're shooting me. Stop them from shooting me. And he's like, I can't. I'm like, ah! Totally makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my... My division. It was, it was pretty funny. Recommendation. And you found there in Texas. Oh, I found it very difficult. What? <laughs> okay. Division? The division. When I tried to play it, I found it very difficult. Yeah, I guess I never really got into playing Halo, and it reminds me of like I gotta run and look at the same she time. Doesn't quite understand using two analog sticks. I was like. What is going on? No, 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 it's just A for jump, B for slide, right. or whatever. It's like when did they I'm change not very video good games? at it either. 
Like, I feel like I, I find myself either, like, looking around way too slowly or way too quickly, and then I can't see what's happening, and I don't know. I'm with you. I also have a hard time, like, picking out the guys, just in general. Yeah, somebody They'll be right in like, front of me, and I won't even see them. And they'll shoot I'm probably a middle-of-the-road, lower-end-of-the-middle-of-the-road video game player. So, like... When when you go up against go up against people who are like good at video games, it's a real wake up call. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, I just got roasted. That's fantastic. So, anyways, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. What else you got, buddy? That's it. That's uh, that's all I've got this right. week. So you recommend the division? Just in time for the division I... to come out next year. Uh... Yeah. When is that? Is this supposed to come out early? Spring next year. Yeah. Nah. Uh-huh. Excuse me. So yeah, Janet. Yeah, yeah, my turn. Yay! Silence is really great for an audio. (laughs) I didn't. I just heard (laughs) audio medium. Yeah, you just. She's totally Uh, playing on her uh, phone. I will do it. I think she's on Pinterest. Yes, I am. In the most annoying voice. Did you send me like darning socks on Pinterest? (laughs) I did. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was really you. I've been getting a lot of spam mail lately. Oh no! Joe told me how his and, mom uh, used to do it, and I was like, "Really? What she is had that?" A sock darner. So I just wondered if it's you did sweet. it. It's just a piece of wood that's like shaped like a like an oval. Okay, I'm gonna recommend yeah. the stuff that Joe and I aren't gonna talk about together. First, whatever. I had the most glorious week. Glorious because I did not awesome. watch. A Hallmark movie, so sorry. Oh, that people. is probably a really good week. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so no Hallmark recommendation. I'm sorry. I needed a break from the fakeness of people. You son of a bitch. Okay, there but, goes two-thirds of our audience. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> what I did watch was a show on Netflix called Queen of the South. It was well, season it's a one. USA show. Oh, it's a USA show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I believe. I said that so confidently. Uh, well, you have a device right there in your hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% sure. Because uh, they've been promoting it with Shooter. Shooter Season 3 and Queen of the South Season 3 both came out same day. Gotcha. So. Shooter. So the reason I ended up watching it was because it's about a woman who rises in the drug cartel because mm-hmm. of her hardships from Mexico to America. And I was... Interesting. She, she's... That's, That's why we need a wall. Gave her her strength. <laughs> yes, it gave her strength, but <laughs> I like, can't punch it fast. Whoa! Though. Pump the hate breaks, boxer friends. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That was awesome. But I guess I was interested because, like, the first episode they show you her end. Like, how she ends up where she's at. But that's not at all what the story is. The story is getting you there. And you're hoping at the end of each episode that she's there and she's not. So after you've watched both seasons that are on Netflix? No, I only watched season one. So, But you told me at, at the end of season one you're still not there. Correct. That's cool. But it's very interesting for me. Or it me. bad. I, like, because we live in Texas, there's a lot of this stuff, I guess, Does it take I place didn't in Texas? know. Yeah. Okay. Dallas. Dallas. Does it play, That's taste farm? Or does it take place Houstonian. in a farm in Texas? <laughs> no. I'm at my not. farm here in Texas. I'm on my farm here in Texas. <laughs> it takes place, uh, I'm Bye. guessing, in the city of Dallas, but it also has scenes in Mexico. 
So And it's about the drug trade. Yes, it's about the drug trade and just some of these things are very it's one of those topics right now that it's very hot because of immigration and girls being sold into the sex, you know, trafficking and even drug cartels. I don't know. It's very disturbing. It's like that thing where you wish you didn't know that it's actually happening, but it is. It sounds incredibly fascinating. Is it well done? It's very, yes, very well done. USA makes some good stuff. There's a good, like, what do you call that? Cliffhanger? I've been down with, uh, I've been down with USA ever since the finder. So it's worth a watch. I'm excited to watch season two. I'll probably end up doing that. They got me with psych. Yeah, Shooter, Colony, Queen of the South. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to check those out. There was some show that I wanted to watch that was on USA. I never got around to it. I will, it Burn like, Notice. No, it was old-timey. <laughs> Burn Notice That sucked. is old, dude. Um, How old are you? Was it The Finder? No, it was It was like old-timey. Was it the I'm not old, Matt, but I'm old. Old timey? No, the finder You're was the with, same uh, age, Adam. With what's Michael face? Clark Duncan? Wait, Matt's older than I am. No, not Garrett Dillahunt. Who's the guy? Huh? In that? What by like a few months? Uh, Michael Clark Duncan was well, the one dude. Yeah, the, there's the white dude who kind of looks like Josh Duhamel. Matt, are you serious? Yeah, I don't older? know his name. Were you born in? It's in, like uh, Gregory or Adam. Yes, it was. We're all talking over each other. It's yeah. great. There's like two conversations going on. Funky butt loving. Anyways, uh, <laughs> should we start the discussion then? Yes, I'm so sorry, Joseph. So, the other things that we watched together, the first one was Blockers. And I was I was like, okay, let's watch it. Uh, it's the movie about the three parents that find out their f- girls have a sex pack. It's like reverse American Pie. Mm. Okay. So, so in American Pie, they all make a sex pact. Yeah. This movie's mm-hmm. about the parents trying to stop their kids from having a sex pact. It's cute. It's funny. It's retarded. And it makes you cry. But I laughed really hard. Yes. So What is this? I'm sorry. Blockers. I missed it. Blockers. John, John Cena. B-L-O-C-K-E-R-S. John Apatow's wife and that other dude who's always funny. Yeah. It's actually... Isn't Blockers short for something that they wouldn't allow on movie? Yeah. Blockers. Blockers. Yeah. There's a scene like at pretty close to the beginning of the movie where John Cena's putting his daughter's panties in his mouth. Oh he, he Oh gross. What is oh, because he doesn't realize yes, it's hers. He it's thinks a sexy it's his wife. Like an old school Billy Goat. Yep. And then the wife's like, "Those are your daughters," and he has a fit. And he's and he's like, he does this thing where he makes this really stupid face. He's like, "These are like stripper underwear. What am I going to do? Pay her allowance and signals singles?" And he makes his dumb face and he does the make it rain thing. <laughs> and I was totally on board because I was like, "Well, if he's going to make that much of an idiot of himself." I better watch the rest of this movie, Cause, right? Because it goes farther than that. He he's definitely in after that. He's pot committed. Yes, and I don't really nice. like these kind of movies, and I was actually into it. So it's not too grotesque, correct? So yeah, it's it's, it's, not, it's not completely filthy. The next movie that Joe and I turned on and watched had legendary Mister Ham or what's his oh, name? Oh, Ham Sandwich. Yes, Beirut. Ooh, very good movie. I was pleasantly surprised. I am really happy that they are respecting audiences' attention span and making movies like Red Sparrow and Beirut where they're throwbacks, they're slower paced, and you really got to pay attention and mm-hmm. it's just well acted and well written. 
that makes me happy because these like I don't know a lot of movies are just they they think the audience is dumb and they they need to like flash a lot of action on all the time I right mean, mind you most audiences are dumb yeah right? but I mean I don't know Adam if it was like the Jason Bourne syndrome yes. where you know I mean those movies are pretty slow paced despite all the action but I don't know so it, I, I'm happy that movies like this are getting made Beirut it's hard to give you exactly what it's about but it's a somewhat it's about, about sandwich yeah he who was kind of like a negotiator I'm assuming that's John Hamm Yes, mm-hmm. John Hamm. Okay. Right. Well, the trailer pretty much goes, he's a CIA relations officer. He probably ran the CIA branch in Lebanon. And there's an incident that happens, and his wife dies. Then he kind of falls off the wagon, becomes an alcoholic, and a couple, ten years later they have to bring him back in for for a certain reason. And it's mayhem. Yeah. Interesting. But yes. there are so many different angles they play here. Oh, it's man. I like mystery and adventure. Not just that, they don't they don't shy away from making it overcomplicated because yeah. there's there's yeah. so many sides. I mean, each CIA person is playing each other and playing themselves and playing the bad guys and I mean, they're they're all it's I mean, it's really well done. It was. Like Game of Thrones for the CIA. Yeah. Right? Yes. Very much so. Yeah, it's like Tyrion or Tywin Lannister would have a hard time keeping up. Wow. wow. <laughs> He's the most evil son Who's of Who's the other guy that was in it that we read? I don't know. Pellegrino's Isn't in it. Uh, Rosamund Pike's in it. Isn't that Littlefinger worse? <laughs> I don't even like hmm. that guy. The oh. other recommendations okay. that we have include two movies that we saw that I wasn't allowed to talk about when Adam Well, let's talk them. about them now. I, I mean, Adam, let's talk about some Jurassic World, buddy. Let's talk it. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a very bright guy. I'm glad it did well in the theater. No, it, it didn't do well. We'll talk about that in movie news, but it did real well. <laughs> so, I think it has everything going for it. It's a dinosaur movie. So, People want to see the scary stuff on screen. I don't want to see no horror. I want to see here. dinosaurs eating people, man. Colin Trevorrow <laughs> made a smart move when he made this movie in, like... He totally he departed from the first one in a certain way. Like there is a lot of homages, visual homages and story homages to, to Jurassic Park. To the original Absolutely. Jurassic Park trilogy. Yeah. Right? There's I mean, just from the girl in the dumbwaiter. Th- don't, that's like, don't share everything. That's like a copied scene from the first Jurassic Park, and then like the fact that they bring the dinosaurs back to mainland USA is a nod to the lost world. Oh my god, you spoiled the whole fucking movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst! Yeah, no, it's... Oh. it's uh, Jeez. I mean, Jurassic World is going to take on a very literal meaning pretty soon. But uh, Easy with the you guys, Matt. <laughs> so, he also did this thing where he, he thanked Guillermo del Toro in the credits... And I was I wanted to know why, so I looked it up, yeah. and it, he basically like rips off Guillermo del Toro's directing style for a lot of the horror, which was smart because right. once, once they're in the house, he says he wanted it to look like a haunted house movie, so he mm-hmm. basically went and looked at Guillermo del Toro's work and made it a haunted house film, and that was super smart. I liked it a lot. Probably um, why you liked it because you like horror, well, and it's it's. Like, for the most part, the dialogue is retarded. <laughs> I mean, it's really <laughs> bad. But, I mean, 
Chris Pratt's so charming. <laughs> right? He has a lot of yeah. charming He can't lines. go wrong. I could watch that guy butter toast and be like, that's <laughs> awesome. That's hilarious. No, the internet's mad at him. Jennifer Lawrence really? once uh, said that Chris Pratt could have uh, chemistry with a cactus. So, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is Charm City. Uh, probably because of MTV speech. Why? Because MTV speech. MTV speech. He Are we going to talk about won it? won the Generation movies? Award. We'll and he did news, like nine things. Yeah. Oh. Is that why they're yeah. mad, Matt? Is that why you think? No, no, they're actually mad at Star Lord. I was. I was oh, maybe. that. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know that either. Get over it. Yeah, right. we've done what Star Lord did too. Um. So go out and see Jurassic World: The Fallen uh, I Kingdom. I think everybody already did. <laughs> I haven't. I have not. Again, no, again. I meant everyone but you. So hmm. and oh, thanks. I yeah. people had kids there, like young kids. It, that was a little weird. That disturbed me a little. But I guess they're not afraid of anything. I think. Well, you think you think about it. Think of the, all the other movies. Um, it was safe to take kids to those ones. I'm sure parents just didn't know better, right? Yeah. I mean, and dinosaurs aren't going to be discriminated. They're going to eat children too. So. <laughs> oh, they try in the movie. Oh. They don't get away with it. <laughs> they always have to ham fist a kid into the movie. And I will right. say one last thing about Jurassic world is they kind of added something very unique to this movie yeah I, w- I was gonna say that the way they ham fist the kid into this movie is the most ham fisty way you could ever ham fist something into something <laughs> it's wow. very interesting what i feel like you're being dirty when you use that term oh my <laughs> god he's so deep <laughs> yeah yeah it it's uh no spoilers okay so we also yeah. saw the incredibles too oh and the our kids like work their butts off so they could go see this yeah, movie. Yeah, we bribed them. Yeah, works for us. But it was amazing. Like the kids, even afterward, they were talking about like their favorite parts, and they're like, "Mom, oh, I don't quite to get talk about this." It for an hour. Yeah, they just kept talking about this movie, which Joe and I were just so happy about the I outcome of the watching movie. Watching it, I was so happy that it got made. <laughs> it it's kind of like a throwback to old. Not old, well, but... it's still, you know, now it's... I was going to say The Incredibles was, but now this is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. I mean, nothing's going to come close. This it's is just, the best what? Fantastic Four movie ever made. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it just reminds you of what's important in life. Yeah, it's... Sure. There's a reason hey, wait a all. second. Did you see the directly not released Fantastic Four movie? No. <laughs> Oh, are you talking mm. about the Roger Corbin one? Yeah. <laughs> yep, still this one's better. <laughs> you sure it's not the one know? in my farm here in Texas? I'm just going to at it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's just so well written. It's so well acted. There's so Funny. Much, there's so many good jokes in it. Like, why'd they change math? I. It just makes me really happy that that happened. <laughs> Adam, do you have anything else to say about Incredibles 2? So, like, I took I, I took my kids right. We we did a family um, night and we took them, and the kids were really really geeked about this movie. They enjoyed it. They really liked it. But there are a lot of parts I don't think they just. The other one I said it's kind of adulty. The other one is too because you know there's the you know finding your identity and what's right, what's wrong, and and, and talking about the larger game afoot for Mister and Mrs. Incredible, right? Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a midlife crisis well, movie. 
Right, but this one was a little bit more, and the only reason why I say I think it was a little, I mean, I think it resonated great with adults. Um, I don't know if there was enough. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't as good as the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think I what might be different, Adam, like our kids all identified with each of the Incredibles. Like, we actually joked about it. We're like, Lucy, you're so violet. Well, and I think what Adam's saying is because the story's not centered on them, that kids have a harder time relating to it. Is that kind of where you're getting at? No, not that it's centered on them. I just think this one, like, the first one was, yeah, evidently there's a midlife crisis. There is the whole, the dichotomy between family and superhero, right? This one was a lot deeper for a kid. Um, why well, it had enough action to keep kids entertained because my kids were entertained. You know, my kids walked away saying it wasn't as good as the first one. And I think really, we're, I'm, I'm really yeah, I, by that. I think where it failed to resonate with my kids and I can't speak for every kid on the planet, um, is the fact that they're trying to like understand exactly what's going on in this family dynamic and just, um, everything going on. Like, you know, the math thing. Yeah, that's funny. That's great. I'm, that's one thing. It's not centered on that. My kids have no flipping clue what that is, right? So right. Um, I think there was a lot of that. Like, for us, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's hilarious. That's great. That's awesome. Um, but I think for kids, it was a miss on a lot of those things. But it wasn't action enough. They enjoyed it. They just didn't like it as much as the first one. I enjoyed it. I didn't like it as much as the first one, though. I so. thought it was superior in almost every way. The first one's way darker than this one. Yeah. So I don't know why you think this one's so dark. I mean, there's a scene in the first movie. I, where I he don't think they, it's. They I think don't think it's dark. I way dark. Say dark. There's a fight, scene where he's going to kill fight, that chick. Fight, fight. He's because he thinks they killed his family. I mean, that's some dark stuff, and you watch him go through it. I mean, there isn't anything nearly that dark in this movie. There's some stuff that's like, I mean, the plot's very obvious based on the first one. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but like this one is a lot lighter in tone. There's a lot more humor. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of gags. You know, Jack Jack fighting a raccoon. Dash <laughs> with his remote controls. Uh, a lot of the quippy things, like when the crusher's like, I can't uncrush. Can you unpunch someone? You know, that. I, I just don't want to give too much away, but I, th- I it's way lighter to me. I don't know. Shannon? Quit playing on your phone and be a no, part of the conversation. <laughs> I am. I'm reading reviews that people have written. Oh, okay. Sorry. Whatever. I, it, they're saying it's undeniably great. They like the fact that they bring yep. the Pixar family back together. Right. It's more I'd focused agree. on the family and this time not on superheroes. Because they're all trying to figure out their identity. So it kind of reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right. A little bit. Like- Here's what I'm saying, and that's, and I think that it says exactly the, the not the issue. I don't have an issue with it, but I think where it fails to connect, it's not focusing on the superheroes. And kids don't go to focus on family issues on a film; they go for superheroes. While it's great for somebody like us, we can see those undertones, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is this completes in a lot of different ways. Where you take like my five year old kid, right, or my six year old kid. Or seven, I should say. Mm-hmm. They just watch. They just want to watch a superhero movie. Now, I'm not yeah, saying what they did was wrong. Dynamic. I'm not saying what they did was poor. I'm just saying I don't think it was a completely family film like the first one was. I think it resonates more with adults. I think they did a lot of things well and even better than the first. 
but as a as a complete family feature, I don't think it was as good as the first. Oh, I think it, I think this one's more family friendly, but you know, yeah. Like I, I said, it's just way lighter. There's not as much dark stuff in this one. Um, and I think it depends on how your family sees it. I too. guess. You know, I. You know, we had a seven year old go see it, and he absolutely loved it. He loved everything about it. Well, my family's dark, so they would like the first one better. <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying that hmm. the, the Incredibles is dark. It's just darker. You know, there's there's lower the lower points are lower. So, so Angela, Matt, you have have not seen it yet, correct? No, that is correct. So, uh, I would rate the Incredibles a ten, and I would rate the Incredible Two's Incredibles two a ten. So that's I think they're equal. I mean, you can't get better than a ten. I think they're masterpiece movies. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Masterpiece boobies. Well, what? And I think Jonah I like really. I like, I like your take on boobies. I like boobies. Wow. Really? Well, I'm trying to talk about something. Sure, why not? Every time we go to see a Pixar movie, it seems to characterize kind of like what's going on in our lives. I guess. I don't know. You, you can apply that stuff to. to well, your like, own life we went and saw. Inside Out, and we were moving to Texas. And, I suppose. Right? And so we go to see Incredibles 2, and Joe's looking for a job because I'm working. And yeah. so he stays at home. So for our family, we kind of connected with this because of our own life experience. And I, I think it, Pixar okay. has <laughs> this ability that they realize that there's all They're these different... movies about our life. Yeah, different types of families <laughs> out there. No, I, you know, they're making the movies they want to make, and I think that they had a very difficult task in making The Incredibles 2. Not, not only was the first one very well received and very well right. liked by adults and children and has lasted through the years as being a perennial favorite awesome. of people. 14 years, you know, this thing's been a hit in people's minds and their hearts, and uh, they had to go ahead and try to do that again, right? So that's a difficult task. And then they have to both please adults again, please fans of the first movie who are now probably adults, and, you know, please kids. And I really think they connected in a lot of areas. And I understand what you're trying to say, Adam, is you don't think that it's for all, you know, for the whole family as much as the first one was. But, mm. yes. you know, I mean, I can see that for for some people and maybe for your family, but for my family, it worked. So, I mean, I think that right. might go on a family-to-family cool. family basis. And... Uh, just you know, I don't. Yeah, that's. I'm not taking anything away from it. That's what I'm just saying. What I took coming out of it was a great film, absolutely successful. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but just personally, from my point, and I understand your point. I would say you're correct on your point too. Yeah, I mean, watch it for yourself. Uh, I would 100,000 percent recommend you go see it. Oh, that's a lot of percent. Yep. Would you say <laughs> that's like 10 pies. Adam, you, you don't sound like you liked it as much as me, but would you still recommend people go see it? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, definitely go see it. See it on the big screen. I thought it was a, a sight to behold. There, oh, man. Pixar's animation skills are out of this world. They're, uh, <laughs> amazing. They do some stuff with Frozone in the snow in this one that... I would not even have been possible in 2004. It's really cool. So, Shannon, do you recommend people see The Incredibles? Uh, yeah. Do you recommend people see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Yes. I love those movies. It's so cuckoo bananas. It's so nuts. <laughs> yeah. This is like my Geostorm 
to Adam's <laughs> Geostorm. <laughs> it's not quite The Rock punches a torpedo and Jason Statham has a fight with a baby in his hands, Cuckoo Bananas. <laughs> it's it's like the same fight. <sighs> That's like one of my but favorite it's done lines in a different way. from Italian Job where he's like, Handsome Rob. I'm Handsome Rob. Yeah, I'm just, Handsome Rob. <laughs> when uh, Seth Green does it. Well? Yes. Yeah. That's the oh best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, that was, oh my gosh! He's amazing. My name's Becky. Take your pants off, okay? <laughs> oh man! So that's our recommendations for this week. Uh, go out there and do some stuff, guys, and hit us back at moviedummies.com. Let us know what we're missing out on. Go see movies. Go on Netflix, on Hulu. What's what else is out there? TV, like actual uh, TV sh- channels and movie oh, theaters. YouTube Red or whatever you call. Well, it. reading a freaking book. Sorry. Yeah, I think Go play Cobra, video games. I think Cobra Kai's been greenlit for a season two. Go to so the that's library. Exciting. That's so exciting. I cannot wait. Okay. So I've got some horrible news. Some horrible oh. news. Uh-oh. This kid might be a genius. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know why I played that drop. Uh, we're not doing Hallmark this week. Shannon didn't watch any Hallmark movies. So, so sorry. She's taking a Suck break. Suck it up. She's taking a break. What do you, 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 what do you want? <laughs> okay. What do I want? I want to talk about movie news. Oh, so uh, I'll start us off. Does everybody got some movie news? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep like the audience. Ah. My poor feelings are hurt. Your feelings? (laughs) It totally makes sense. Shut up, drop machine. Okay, Joe, what's your movie news? Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is in the aftermath of The Last Jedi, Fallout, and Han Solo, Disney has scrapped all of the Star Wars stories spinoffs. What? Yeah. Because they screw one thing up. Jeez. They didn't even screw it up. It just didn't. I know. I that I didn't mean that, Matt. I'm sorry. No, you're good. It's just that like it's getting way too much more attention than it should. Right. It the fact that it didn't make enough money shouldn't have eleven million dollars. It was never going to make it back. It was never going to make that money back. They and Disney knew that. They put it out anyways. You know what I mean? And that's and it's wonderful what that they did budget? that. The budget, they don't know. They they can speculate three fifty plus because they had to shoot the movie twice. Uh, I'm saying, oh, wow, okay. Then you add another one fifty in there for marketing. You know, it's you're looking at five hundred million, and you have to make that back domestically because foreign markets don't give you the uh, you know that percentage. So it's. You know, it was the, never going to make that. It was never going to make 500 domestic. I mean, Rogue One, I think, barely made that. Right. You know? And that didn't have a beloved character in it that people were going to be all pissed off was played by somebody else. I mean, they took uh, beloved two beloved characters and redid them in CGI just so people wouldn't have that reaction. Right. But wasn't there movie news that... Oh, no, that's something else. Obi-Wan Kenobi... Well, they for sure... Uh, this, you and... I guess they had a... A uh, James Mangold was involved in developing a Boba Fett movie, mm-hmm. and I was excited a couple weeks ago that maybe Wolverine, Hugh Jackman might play Boba Fett. That made me excited in in my deep down parts. Um, <laughs> he got a moaner. I did. Ah. Uh, but you know, it's all going by the wayside. So. Mm. So. That doesn't mean no more Star Wars. No, it just, just means it Wars. can't There's be. There's not going to be any spinoffs that they have. So it's only going to be part of the saga. And Ryan Johnson was hired to do a completely different trilogy 
that no one's really sure where it's going to take place, you know, what time period it's going to be in. But it wasn't going to be main saga trilogy, I guess. It was going to be ancillary characters. But he was going to be in charge of it. So I don't know if that the fate of these spinoffs involves that too or not. Hmm. But word on the street is that uh, there's going to be no Obi-Wan movie and no Boba Fett movie. But I did hear in movie news that Obi-Wan Kenobi will be seen in Star Wars 9. No, that'd be cool. And in fact, Ewan McGregor said that it's possibly him. How is that possible? He looks younger now than he did in 2002 or whatever. (laughs) 2003 when he I'm sure they can make him look old. The dude's reverse aging like Tom Cruise. I also heard... Wasn't he uh, Benjamin Button? (laughs) (laughs) Based on the true life story of Ewan McGregor. Right. By golly gumdrop buttons. (laughs) You're totally ruining my brain thought. Uh, Anyways. Who else has got movie news? I got some movie news. Let's hear it. Well, hold on. I lied. I have TV news. Does that count? I have news that David Lynch says more Twin Peaks is coming. Wow, that's shocking. Does anybody care about... I mean, I know a lot of people care about Twin Peaks. Does anybody in this podcast care about Twin Peaks? What's Twin Peaks? What? (laughs) My boobies. Joseph. She's laying down and he's... (laughs) I watched the first Twin Peaks... Yeah, all by myself because yeah, you didn't well, want to watch no, it. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. I fell asleep watching the first episode because it's boring, <laughs> and uh, she continued to watch <laughs> forty-two Lynch. episodes without me. I kind of feel like I was hypnotized. So what shocks me I about this watching. is, you know, Showtime, I believe, is the the studio that picked that up. People did not like it. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard a lot of internet chatter that it is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I heard the exact opposite that people were bored and stupid and you, you must know, hate sliced bread <laughs> well they said <laughs> that it broke all <laughs> the rules in television what rules did it break I, someone told me that there's like a seven minute scene where they're talking about a bucket what you need to watch it then am I the I only one who's it. seen Twin Peaks you haven't seen the new yes. the new series there's a new series? Wow. Yeah, She's yeah. doing movie news she doesn't even know. Oh, yeah. I remember. Because I watched the first one to watch the second one, remember? No, no. There's a brand new series that came out last year. Yeah. Twin Peaks The Return. You didn't watch any of that. No, but I watched the first <laughs> one to watch the second one. No, you one. didn't. Yes, I did. No. <laughs> Whatever. You watched that years ago. Your timelines are all messed up. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a very bright guy. Yeah, that's Joe. Anyways. So that's my movie TV news. I don't know why they're continuing with that, but that people must have watched it. They must have hate watched it. Anyone else got uh, some news, please? Paul Walker died. <laughs> Adam. That was quite a while ago. News. What? what? Why are uh, you telling me this way? What? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I also oh. heard... Matt, do you have movie news? I have plenty, but I wanted to wait until everybody. Else. <laughs> no, we're just going in a round. Basically, first cue. <laughs> go, Matt. Go, go, go. So, uh, apparently, the sequel title for Spider-Man uh-huh. Two has been revealed officially. Did you see how they did it? it? What? See how they revealed it? Yeah, I guess Tom Holland like spilled the beans, and then like they had to confirm it. 
Yeah, that was all orchestrated he's, by Marvel because he's, he's, known, he's known to do crap like that, I guess. Well, yeah, that's why they did it that way. It was all a joke. Right. It okay. is titled Spider-Man Far From Home. Ooh. And uh, Kevin Feige said it has multiple meanings. Yes. Ooh. The villain is going to be Mysterio, they say, and that's exciting. Ooh. So is this supposed to take place before Infinity War? Who knows when the timeline is. Yeah, I don't think it's been said, but I think it's supposed to happen after. So not. we know Tom Holland comes back? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. We don't necessarily... I'm trying to think really hard. Well, I guess Infinity Jake War Gyllenhaal? happens immediately after Ragnarok, but when does Ragnarok take place? Uh, so it's it's difficult. How uh, long does it take a spaceship to get from... Ragnarok... Yeah, it takes place like immediately after, uh, immediately before Avengers. Well, we know it's three years after Civil Infinity War. Civil War, yeah. Yep. So I don't. Know, it'll be interesting. Or it's three years after Ultron. Sorry, because remember he says to Banner, "It's been three years." Oh Four yeah, years or whatever. So yeah, ugh, it's so hard to keep the timeline straight. They'll figure it I out. Know. I'm sure they got it figured out. I trust Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I do too. DC I know, I'm just wondering. Camera. DC can suck a wiener. <laughs> uh, apparently they showed footage of Captain Marvel. I think I've mentioned this at uh, a different time, uh, another time, but they showed footage of Captain Marvel. They also showed footage of Avengers 4, which I had no idea they even filmed any of that. But, what? Uh, they have... Uh, people they were, were excited about it who attended. Uh, it was showed at Cine Europe. Yeah, and people are excited about uh, the new. I guess there was new suits showed, and they revealed. Uh, I guess people are excited about Hulk has like armor or something. Cool. So that huh. was- so we're gonna see Hulk again. That's good. It wasn't Yay. a giant Iron Man. He stops pussing out. Thing. Hmm. It'll be. I don't think so, but oh, I don't okay. know anything. So. Oh okay. I was fairly certain they shot a bunch of. You know the the Infinity War sequel when they shot Infinity War. I mean that would make sense. Possible, yeah. Probably not. So Jurassic uh, World's doing really well. You guys uh, talked about it earlier, but Fallen Kingdom has made already seven hundred and eleven million dollars. Um, One fifty domestic, five sixty worldwide. Whoa. In two in two right. days, which puts it already as the 99th highest grossing film of all time. I mean, that's that's a lot of money to make in two days. Yeah, that is a lot, a lot of money, money well, to make in two days. Holy it's crap! Four because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But whatever. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, had some more news. Hang oh yeah, on. I got some. Fine. I got some more. You Go ahead. More? <laughs> this news is only interesting to Matt. Uh, NBC canceled okay. Timeless. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm going to go jump yeah, out of the window. Uh, my wife and I have been watching that. She was... Uh, well, they're talking they might give it a movie. That's it. Series yeah. NBC and Sony are in, in talks right now to... Because it's a Sony Studios TV show. They're in talks to make a finale movie. So that'll wrap up the cliffhanger that happened at the end of season. Why two. do you think they don't just like, hey, let's sell this crap to Netflix they and let Netflix no finish it. it out? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. How low budget could they go on a movie as opposed to like making a third season? Like, is it that big of a difference? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that. Well, it's basically they only have to finance two episodes of TV show versus financing 
an entire movie. You know what I mean? So even if you're at a Game of Thrones level production, which they're not, I mean, the max budget on the movie would be $20 million. So I'm thinking that they're going to make two episodes of this TV show for probably somewhere around $11 million, $12 million bucks. So that's a lot hmm. cheaper than a movie budget. Hmm. It's going to be like a TV movie. It's not going to be like a in the theaters movie. Kind of like Serenity. Yeah. So well, apparently no, there is a sci-fi oh. and fantasy hall of fame, and J.K. Rowling and Stan Lee were inducted to it. They deserve it. Nice. Oh yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if they're the only two so far or what, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only two people in it. Hmm. I mean, and the a of, like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of like those. I don't know. They, a lot of places that have like the Hall of Fames like that. That's what they do sometimes now. Yeah, it's weird. That's cool. And then like next year they'll induct I don't know Frank Stallone or something. Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Why the hell? Because if anybody hasn't got enough for recognition, it's Frank Stallone. Absolutely. Oh oh oh. Oh, oh, I, have uh, you guys heard about Stan Lee being held hostage and yeah, stuff? Yeah, that? That All from his uh, caretaker. Yeah, like yeah. that's crazy, right? That can't be true. Yeah, he was Stan Lee. Also, he went on like film and said like it's crazy talk. So I don't know. Okay. He's... So either he's okay, or she coerced him into saying that. So either that, or like she was behind the camera, like making murder sounds at him while he was talking. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Two things that we forgot. What. One, Game of Thrones had a royal wedding. Yeah, yeah. Kit Harrington and Egret. I don't know her Rose name. Rose Leslie Rose tied Leslie the knot this weekend. So In real life? Who are they? I Some places getting stages of snowing on them. And Egret. <laughs> and Egret the Wildling. So they're from Game of Thrones, a show you watch? <laughs> well, no. Which one, Which people are they? Jon Snow John and Egret. Jon Snow and Egret, the Wildlings. Egret. Oh, Red they really life. date in real life, huh? Yes. They They've got been married. For a long time. Yeah, they're yeah. married now. Oh, yeah. they. <laughs> if you go look at, like, he plays April Fool's pranks on her every year. This last past year, he put his severed head into their refrigerator, and she, like, it's really kind of sad because she thinks he might actually be dead. Oh, so, Jesus. Out. It's really funny. but <laughs> That's not funny. Not funny at that all. That doesn't I sound did, very funny at all. I am, like, totally fucked in the head, and I don't know if I could even do that. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, don't do it. I got a buddy who's super into Game of Thrones, and I said to him, if if he didn't say, I knew nothing before I met you, I don't think they really got married. <laughs> Come on, huh? that's funny. I didn't get it. Oh, man. This kid I might be a genius. It's just too smart for you guys. Because that's what she keeps saying to him. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Anyways. did anyone... I don't watch the show. Well, you're a loser. Else notice oh, okay. the last piece of new. Well, Matt, do you have any more movie news? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Gotcha. Joe and I were scrolling through Netflix, and I don't remember even seeing it like advertised, but Luke, yeah, Cage, Luke Cage season, season two, two is out. Yeah, that's what Crystal was saying, and they—I think she said that they were. Somebody was saying that uh, Daredevil three is like going to be happening soon, August. Well, according right. to news, no, I, I heard it was sooner. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I, I will take it sooner. <laughs> Right? Daredevil well, is the the star jewel in that crown, I believe. Well, according to movie news, it has a lot of crossovers to the Marvel universe. Ooh, so, is there going to be someone disappearing? Well, 
Well, I guess you need to watch universe. it. Well, it's in the Marvel Universe. I don't understand why. No, it it's would just, be crossing over. Yeah, right, cross but over. the previous seasons, we didn't see a lot of the crossover. We only saw a crossover when we watched The Defenders. Nope. They mention the stuff that's going on in the movies all the time. Okay, they mention, but does crossover mean you'll see something? Well, this is the first time that something would really manifest itself. Gotcha. Because, okay, we've all seen Infinity War. Yeah. If you yep. haven't seen Infinity War, plug your ears. I'll give you five seconds for... Or go la, see la, Infinity la, War. Yeah, go see Infinity War. What are you waiting for? Okay. Right? Then when you come back, hit play again. Uh, so people, like, straight up disappear into ashes right. at the end of Infinity they, War. So I imagine that's going to have some ramifications in, in the uh, Netflix MCU. So. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't do it in, uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D. And that had, like, a lot of stuff. They even had uh, the one girl from... Thor come on the show like that was a legitimate crossover. Uh, Which girl from Thor? Natalie uh, Portman or the kitty cat meow meow? The what? warrior lady person. Oh. Lady Sif. Oh, Sif? Yeah, she She's was on there, on there for an episode or two. Yeah, but that was seasons nice. ago. Yeah, well, I mean, it was important then. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, what does that have to do with Infinity War? Everything. I, got, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, that was season no, you... ago when, when she fought that uh, one dude, anyways. Yeah. Because she's not in Infinity War or Ragnarok, so it's still up in the air what happened, what her fate is, Lady Sif. I know that she's just too busy filming her TV show Blind she's, Spot, but. She signed on to Blind Spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if that's still running or not. I have no idea. So, Me yeah, neither, Joe. I think that's it for movie news, guys. Yeah, I think we're ready. Oh, I wanted to throw one more thing out there because you guys mentioned DC. I did watch a DC animated movie this week that I forgot to put in my recommendations. Oh, what did you watch, Joe? Death of Superman. Oh, Based man, was it good? groundbreaking uh, comic way back in the early 90s called The Death of Superman. I think it's superior to the comic in a lot of ways. They've updated it for 2018. They've shifted the story to be uh, a better film narrative and... It's very emotionally affecting. Ooh. I thought it was very, very well done, so I highly recommend you Did watch you that. Did you cry? Yeah, I cried. I haven't yelling. cried since 1990. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> Did it's you re- feel your tattoo grow warm? No. Or cold? It's almost gone, actually. But, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it, it's very, very good. It's better than anything the DCEU is putting out, so go watch the animated movies. They're way better. That's not setting the bar too high. <laughs> Well, this is oh, this might be the best Superman enough movie. for me to walk into. Here you go. This is the best mm. Superman movie I've ever seen. Wow. So, enjoy that. On to Rapid Fire, the best Brandon Lee movie there is. Um, okay. no. <laughs> there is no other movie where he wears tank tops as much as this movie, so... <laughs> a loser's. That, that's what makes it a good Brandon Lee Disappointed! Film. Lots of tank tops. That's me every time I don't see him in a tank top. Uh, uh, do you like his body, Joe? You could just say you like his body. In more movie news, I, mean, Brandon I Lee like died. his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Lee did die. Did you guys hear that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that happened. 24 years ago Murdered. or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. This movie. Oh, the year. Good thing he did this so he could immortalize himself before his death. So, uh, What a weird time, right? This is 1992 this movie came out. I think it might have been filmed in 1982 because right. <laughs> its sensibilities are all 80s. We talked about this a little bit. Oh. The music is all synth and hair metal. 
Um, I mean, 1992, grunge was already in full effect. The, I don't know, full right. effect, but it was on the scene. Hair metal was already a joke, so I don't... Right? You don't no, know. no, no, not by 92. Yes. Yeah, 92. I would say 90 80s stuff was still around. I would say but 96. Metal, like, grunge came on the scene, and 80s hair metal was dying. It was, it was dying. Pearl 92 was still alive. Wait, wait, how Jam's old were 10 you? 10 came out in 1991, guys. <laughs> but still, you gotta remember, man. That hey, wasn't their first album. Man. Man. It was a long, still, slow death. It wasn't like it, it was... was yeah, they were still releasing no, no, no. rock ballads in 92, say man. Hair metal was a joke by 1992. There was still a lot no. of like transitional stuff like Metallica and rulers? Megadeth that were still making good music. Yeah. No. No. No, no, right. no. You guys could be wrong. We say Angela. <laughs> Angela, are you trying to get I me an Angela? I honestly don't this? have any idea. No, what no, was, no. In 92, no. I, was, exactly. I was six. I have no idea what, <laughs> what was happening in 92. I couldn't even tell Joe what bands were famous during this time. He's like, what do you mean you don't know? I was like, I didn't listen to this stuff. I didn't listen to that stuff either, but I know what was on. Grunge was not on the scene in 92 as much as you'd think it was, buddy. Well, yeah, I know for a fact it was because device. 10, Pearl Jam's 10 was a huge hit, and that was in 1991, so. <sighs> that sounds like it was pretty. Uh, Put your moaners away. Back me up here, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't as big as you remember. Uh, anyways, so, okay, so 92. So yeah. it was. This movie was weird. Just let's so you just, know, never mind. Nirvana came out in 1991. So also. was he adopted? Because his parents don't look like him. I'm confused. What? I mean, his parents are legit Chinese people, and Brandon Lee does not look like a Chinese person. His parents aren't Chinese people. What? Huh? What do you mean? Brandon Lee's Dad's father was Bruce Lee, oh but Bruce his mom Lee. was white. <laughs> we have no idea what his mom looked like. She was being crushed. We've never seen Dragon like... the Bruce Lee story. She looks like what's her face from Double No, Dragon. in the talking movie. About in, movie. In, the movie. Oh, in the movie. Oh, come on, no, Joe. You never, you never see his mom. You're right. You're right. You just well, see his dad. We see right. him next. And you know to that they're not Chinese. They're American. I know. Wow, That's you're fired up mean. today, Joe. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. Boy, did you guys watch the movie? Whoa! Chill calm out. down. Put your moaner away. All I know is I got wrinkles on my insides, my friend. Are you sure? Because I see some. That was a great line. Yeah, I love that. The guy who's Sue Young's dad in Rush Hour. Yeah. He's good in all kinds of stuff. He was good in this movie, he, too. Yeah, he was good in this movie. There are a lot of people in this movie that was <sighs> like, hey, I've this seen is, them before. You get the full range of Powers Booth, rest in peace, in this movie. Right? He's good. He's bad. Right. He's ridiculous. I loved it. <laughs> Go get yourself a bag of donuts. What does yeah. that even mean? <laughs> There's another oh, yeah. line he I says. Wrote that down. You go down to the gym and pump each other. <laughs> he says another line. I, I didn't write it down. I should have, but it didn't even make sense. Like it's like it's from another movie he was auditioning for or something. He's just like, <laughs> right? oh, space aliens, right? And then he just like, <laughs> then he throws his bowling ball again. I don't. I don't. Really oh, right. Know. The script in this movie is all is simultaneously good and bad and ugly and funny and weird. It made me hun- hungry. It kept talking about Serrano so I thought about cheese a lot. <laughs> what? Serrano cheese. You're totally <laughs> ruining my brain thought. Shane and, yeah. Shan and I have a lot of the same brave... Wa- brave, uh, <laughs> <laughs> brave, brave brain waves because I think about food all the time. Oh, okay. so. 
Thanks, Matt. <laughs> See, the opening of this movie I thought was solid. It was tense. The stuff between uh, Serrano and Tao was good. Oh, yeah. You felt the tension there. I mean, it was very, it was very 80s feeling. Watch but I thought me it was fight good. with my stick. <laughs> it definitely had uh, the old uh, 80s fight. Oh, yeah. Stuff going on because they would punch each other 4,000 times. Like, there's probably <laughs> right? 6,000 6, land punches in the whole film and only like three sound bites for <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> punches. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Oh. It makes me, you know, as this movie was ending, I was like, I wonder where Brandon Lee would be today. Hmm. You know, I mean, probably, I feel like he would be. In he the probably would have been in somewhere. the Expendables movies. I think he might have <laughs> been cast as Neo in the Matrix. Oh my gosh, he would have been, been a, a great. You know, Neo. then then where would Keanu Reeves be? And then I stopped thinking that because I love Keanu Reeves so much. I want him to be exactly <laughs> where he is. Oh, no, I don't know. Man, that yeah, <laughs> Adam, you you said no, but all of a sudden I I heard hesitance at the end of that no. No, you're, my mind is like going in meltdown mode tell right me, now, trying to like think of all the possible Reed. outcomes. Danger. I'm Doctor Stranging Danger. over here. I'm like, <laughs> there were four thousand millions. Oh, now I this see now I see Brandon genius. Lee as John Wick. Oh that's, my god, that's where my brain went too. You know, they kill my dog. Are they interchangeable? Well, Maybe. he's a little bit older than Keanu Reeves, I want to say, but I'm not sure. Is it bad that I thought he's like Nicolas Cage? Is something what? wrong with me? Yeah, he's, he's not yeah. a great actor, but he's fine. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, you might martial mind arts you, he got in on the carry of his. By the time '92 came around, he's just starting to get some serious. I mean, not serious chops, but he was starting to become an actor, not just a name, right? Yeah, because who are we kidding? Brendan Lee wouldn't be anywhere if his dad wasn't Bruce Lee, right? Maybe, maybe not. So, you don't ever really know, right? No, but what I'm saying though, by '92, by the time this came out, he didn't do bad in this film. It wasn't as bad as the other one we watched with him in it. I mean, he was horrendous oh. in that film. Oh, what showed up? Little Tokyo. Yeah, Little Tokyo. I thought he was like pretty decent in Crow. I mean, like yeah, yeah, Crow, he's he really good. Getting legitimate. It's a cult classic, so it's hard to gauge him in the crow, right? I mean, uh, and I have no, I have no special feelings for it, so I can gauge. And it. it's forbidden fruit. It's kind of like uh, it's. It, you can't really knock it because it was. You, bet? you know, <laughs> what's that? You want to bet? I can knock it all I want. I don't really have. No, not you. Just people. Uh, they're not. Hollywood's not going to bash the crow. It went out on top because of the fate of Brandon Lee. So I, I mean, know, I think it was pretty well critically panned when it came out. But Joe is a little it. fiery tonight, Adam. Audiences always, you know, back. have always been very favorable to that movie because I think the graphic novel is so beloved, and of course, Brandon Lee died. Right, right. I mean, so anything. Uh, what do you call it? Posthumously? What? How do you say it? Posthumously. 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 Right. I mean, anything does. Heath Ledger, perfect example. His his Joker was phenomenal and became even better after the fact. I mean. Maybe it was. It was well. No, it was good regardless. And he had had he not died, it still would have been great. But since he did die, it became even greater. I mean, I don't know um, that. The reason why that film did so well in the box office was because people went just out of respect for that dude, man. I, I knew people that went to go see that movie that didn't give two craps about Batman, and they just went to see it because he died. And oh my gosh, he's Ledger, and he's see the, the last. Piece fuck of do you work. know that doesn't give a crap about Batman. I don't. <laughs> wow. I'm really, really. Anyways, the, so Batman Begins yeah. was a hit. It makes perfect sense that the Dark Knight would be a bigger hit. I mean, 
I think the the thing that killed the Dark Knight Rises was the fact that they had to retool because Heath Ledger died. Mm. You know, because he was obviously going to be a big part of the third movie. So sad. But you know, it was it sad. It mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very sad. He did. A, I don't. I don't know. If Can that, we get back to the movie? Yeah. Anyways. So anyways, the crow. The crow was a was not a good movie, but I thought he Brandon Lee did a good job in it. Yeah, there's a so lot of good things there. in it, for sure. <laughs> And I think this movie, there's a lot of good things in it. I think that he does he does a, a few different martial arts styles in this movie. He starts off with, uh, whatchamacallit, Muay Thai. And he's kicking those people yeah. around at the mm-hmm. at the art gallery. What was that place? Yeah. It, well, was, it was the meeting place for the uh, Chinese Democrats. Well, well it, it was... Sort of. It was, a, that, it was that dude's, the drug dealer's place. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it looked kind of like an art gallery. I don't... It, yeah, it was like a warehouse, like an art gallery. I think it was just like you said, Joe. I think they they were stuck in the eighties, and that just seemed like <laughs> something like that would go down in the eighties. Like, hey, let's go. But dude, pot. did you see her hair? <laughs> she had the wings going and oh, everything. Yeah. I loved how like most of the furniture was made out of bare two by fours and glass, just so that they didn't have to try too hard because it was all getting broken. Right. Yep. <laughs> he drove through a bunch of stuff. How about when Serrano says, "And I'm an American, and I know what I'm taking," and I'm like, "What?" No, I'm an American. We take what we want. I'm like, yeah. "Come on, now, man, you're making us look bad." <laughs> and he doesn't. Like, he doesn't do much for Americans in this movie. Well, I was he's not in That's his mom. Yeah, Texas. Also, I, I don't like how they, they keep spreading those lies about people dying in Tiananmen Square. I mean, the Chinese government told me nothing bad happened there. <laughs> so, right? I don't like Absolutely. this propaganda. Nothing bad happened there. It was just, you know, peaceful protests, and then the tanks drove away. I also like right. how he says he's going to whack Chan. <laughs> I'm going to whack Chan, too. <laughs> uh, I was like, dude. Wow, I just may ship my pants. So there's a scene too in the in the art gallery place, whatever you want to call it, where the dude there's this dude hiding behind a, a four by four, and Venetian blinds to right. cover himself from bullets, and the bullets <laughs> right. are bouncing off the blinds that he's standing right in front of, and he doesn't, not a single bullet touches him. I mean, I don't know what those things were made out of, but rubber. they must have been adamantium, rubber, or vibranium, rubber. I want them, <laughs> rubber. <laughs> I want you want rubbers. Yes, rubbers, you can rubbers, get rubbers. those. At any store, honey. Any store? Whole Foods? I can Possibly. walk into the local corner store, announce proudly, I want a condom. <laughs> I bet they're organic <laughs> there. Yeah. That's a joke for me and Matt. Wow. Um, but then the movie gets kind of confusing because I was... I was like, <laughs> how many you different... on your phone? <laughs> no, because I was like, there's a lo- another law enforcement team. Oh, I but guess they, it is confusing. They go into what? this like safe apartment... But then there's bad guys. I was, and then we see the other set of cops with the girl, and I was like, "Who? What?" I was confused. Yeah, anyone? Who's the good cops? Who's the bad cops? Are they all crooked? What's going on? Yeah, I wasn't confused. Yeah, that the the Frank dude. Like, I still didn't know towards the end. Like, if he was just doing it because (laughs) he was he was scared or because the dude did threaten than I watched. The dude did threaten him. Right, so. Did you watch a uh, rapid yeah. fire with Brandon Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I, I don't know how that was confusing. Well, at first you're well, not quite sure. The FBI comes and gets him at the arrest, right? Right. And then right. you think that these FBI guys are legit. 
but they're not legit. They're setting right. up to be killed in the safe house in Chicago. But then we go yeah. to this. Shannon was confused. She didn't know that they were bad cops, or because there was a good FBI agent and a bad FBI agent in the same room, and they killed the good guy. But then they also cut to the scene in the bowling alley with <laughs> right. the good FBI like, guys. Well, no, they're not FBI. They're they're not FBI. Police. They're detectives. They're just like they're Chicago police. PD or yes. whatever. Right. They're task so like, force. They're like, the yeah. task force for narcotics for catching the uh, drug dealer. And that's why I was confused. I'm like, how many cops does this, do they need? I can understand why you're confused by that. There's the cut, the cuts of, in this stuff. movie are so weird. They're bad. Yes. Maybe because <laughs> maybe bad. because I've just seen it twelve times before. But yeah. wow, the editing in this movie is problematic, especially during the love scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! The that part, was weird when they did the part that. where it's oh the guard God. and he like looks over and he's like startled and then it cuts to them banging. And it looks like he's watching them. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, oh that's what I had to rewind it. That was the funniest well, cut in cinema yet. history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. It was lame. Was when dying, they first, is this happening in our stairwell? What's going on? Well, why do they show half his butt too? Well, they, that's so sexy. Well, I think what we're all laughing at is they first start going at it, and it's like, ooh, and it's playing the gay song. Oh, no, no, back up. They are first angry. He's angry about his dad, but then all of a sudden, it's passion. It's, passion. it's not anger. Sure. It's sex appeal. So, get over you know the what movie they took this from, right? The, Top the Gun. Yeah, this movie? was Top Gun, like, all over. Yeah, oh. Terminator, all of them. I mean, uh-uh. it was right. very prevalent in the 80s to have... It was like, yeah, it was like you took one class on how to cut a love scene, and... But, like, in Top Gun, it was not interspersed with what was going no, on with Iceman. No, right, right, that would have been... <laughs> That's what made it so weird. Yeah, yeah, Iceman wasn't sitting there smoking a cigarette looking like he's watching them bang. Right! <laughs> like yeah. Kyle. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It was. Yeah. I was laughing really hard when that happened. You went so, over that. So I, was yeah. like, I was dying. Watching him, right? Sure. Yeah, they told me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he said he said it was okay, and I never heard you say that. Uh, we got background noise. All yeah. Right. Ooh. I don't know what that was. We never heard Matt say that. We just got breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you, buddy. We heard everything. Then, like in the the safe house when they first take him to it, I wrote down Brandon Lee is wearing the loosest tank top of all time. <laughs> but he has to take it, it off. Is. I w- <laughs> Yeah. I know eighties movies so was all about loose clothes, loose suits. But I mean, and especially martial arts, they wear like loose fitting pants so they can get their high kicks in and stuff. <laughs> Do you have any bags to declare? Nope, I got my jeans on my tank top. I'm good. Right. <laughs> this tank top holds everything I need. He's <laughs> got toothbrushes. I plan on taking the shirt off when I get to the safe house anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, they right? a new tank top. It's black. Hides yeah, all the blood. That was actually, like, fitting. <laughs> it's, not, it's not dangling down to his nerves. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what's with the weird... Like blood splatter, and the guy shoots the car, and the engine blows up. That can't happen. Oh, come on! Oh, and then there's the other scene when <laughs> they're in the restaurant and they're taking down Serrano, and the guy pulls out twin fifty cal <laughs> machine guns. <laughs> right? just happened. It was a coat rack. It was in the corner <laughs> booth or whatever. You know, it's like every restaurant has those. <laughs> right? And they shoot the FBI van or the the cops van in the top. Near <laughs> near the top of the box van part, right? Yeah, and right. it explodes, of course. Of and course. And you can see the piston 
you can see the piston rod flip in the van. Yeah, oh my gosh. I was like, awesome. Like, well, <laughs> you know, practical effects are, they look nice, but there's always that thing going on. Also, what's with the glove that Serrano puts on? Yeah. One glove. <laughs> well, he wants to I want to know why he bites it. Like getting into it way too much. Like he's, oh, he bites his finger for no German. reason. He watches too much German dungeon for <laughs> I really want this tiny finger. He's just, he's, I don't know oh, what his deal is. Like, is he putting on the glove to intimidate him? Is he doing it to get... Because if he's doing it to not pass along any DNA or fingerprints, then bites it. He doesn't know how stuff works. Oh, oh my gosh. I was dying. Like, what is happening? Yeah, that guy, that guy went for it. He really did. I mean, there's bite marks on every piece of scenery in that movie. <laughs> Kudos to him. Well, oh, one of the funny parts for me was they were inside the restaurant, and Joe's like, "Ooh, boss battle!" I'm like, "Really? Already?" And <laughs> he the fights big guy? the big guy. I'm like, "That wasn't that exciting." But he okay. Him a lot. Yep. I like how when he takes out the column, the thing stops like ten feet before him, but he acts like he got crushed. What right? I love that dude is, would not have gotten crushed. Well, not only right. that, he got crushed under there to beat him, then crawls under it. Right. <laughs> to escape. Like, how does that make any sense? <laughs> I do what I want. I'm from America. Yeah, I take what I want. Even physics. Even physics. <laughs> oh my God. I made physics my biosh. Oh. So after, after they bone zone it. Hold on, hold on. Gross boobies. And oh, they were all right boobies. They were all right boobies. <laughs> I could do without the boobies. Well, we saw boobies at the beginning when they were... Well, what's weird is there's... I feel like I didn't watch the same movie. <laughs> you you, you only see boobies? two girls, and you see four boobies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, they got paid per boob, I think. But you know what? We did get half a butt, so yeah, I Brandon, guess that's okay. Yeah, maybe he was watching some Van Damme movies, and he's like, I gotta show my butt cheeks. But he was only like half as confident as Van Damme. I didn't really quite understand he's like, that. He's only half the douche Van Damme is. Van Damme's got glistening gluteals, man. He just flashes them out whenever he can. Like, it just seemed odd. Like, they're pulling his pants down, but we only see half. I'm more like, what? Well, you know, you don't want to just give the full show. You got to keep him coming back. It's not like we we're going to say anything. Fire 2 was going to come out in 1995. They were showing the whole thing. Oh, I missed oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and then Serrano gets killed with a ninja star. That was the best. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy... A ninja star? I missed that part. What well, about... not just a ninja star. Also, like, six knives. No, two. Uh, just yeah. two. So there was, like, a ballpoint pen and a knife and two other knives. And what maybe did a fork. you see? There was all kinds of stuff sticking out of his chest. Oh, my gosh. I saw a ninja watching. star in his neck. I saw I the I saw blade that Tao gave him. And a compass sticking in there, too. Just yeah, the regular uh, Julius Caesar treatment. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one guy. It was the guy from Die Hard who eats the candy bar. Mmm. Right. Hershey? At least it looks like him. I might be racist. But he's good in what? this movie. His his fight scene with Brandon Lee is good. It is. It is. It's legit. The, the yeah. wispy beard and mustache dude. Al Jung. He's yes. in a whole bunch of stuff. He's in everything. Yeah, yeah that period. that was like one of, one of the better fight scenes I've seen in a while. <laughs> Are we talking about the I'm end fight? I'm not looking at his IMDb, but I'm... No, we're I'm talking about in the laundry room before he gets away. Yeah, remember he's, he fights the guy 
and his name is him. Al Jung. He's still alive too. Is man. this the he's guy that pulled out the nunchucks? No, this is the guy who killed him with the ninja star. Oh, okay. Okay. He's he's the right hand karate man to the heroin dealer. Yeah. That's my night name. Right he's hand the karate boss. man. He's who you go through to get to the boss fight. He's always he's always pretty good and stuff. But I yeah. I think he is he the guy in Die Hard? Mm. Um, let me click. I'm, I'm Al Leong is his name, and look I'm up, looking man. at his. Look it up. Oh man, he had a lot of work in the '90s. Yeah, he was in Die Hard. He was yeah, in he's, Lethal Weapon. He's in Lethal Weapon. He's Die Hard. Torturing rigs. Was he Bill in, and Ted's uh, excellent Avenger? He's Genghis Khan in Bill oh. and Ted's, which Bill and Ted's three is happening. People, that's awesome. Right? Yes, we talked about that. Is it though? Way to listen to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Some people pull drops from the podcast. Oh, he was an airwolf. I mean, this guy is the best. Yeah, he was huge. Was in he the in Rush Hour? I feel like he was in Rush Hour. Yeah, I want yeah, to imagine that he's he was in, in Lethal Weapon Four. So I can only imagine. Maybe he's that's in Black what I know him from. But how was he in Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon? He started two different people in those films. <laughs> he's in Lethal Weapon Two. No way. How was he in what? <laughs> What are you talking about? You die. You they, come back. Because they all look alike. He's in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep, he's in Black Rain. That was my guess. Oh, my goodness. You said okay, he's in Lethal so Weapon 2. What are you talking about? In the he's, movie, in hard, he's in Lethal Weapon, and he's in Lethal Weapon 4. He's in Hard out? Target. No, he's not. That Jake wants to help. There's Mr. no way. He's Jake. in Lethal Weapon 4? Mace. No, Ryan. Yep. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. He wants four. to help him. No So he way. decides to go undercover. It must have been undercover. just a fun cameo. What are you doing, Chan? <laughs> I decided to start with that. You're totally ruining my brain thoughts. All right, so, so. Uh, that was just a, a nice little thing for Al Leong. You know so, yeah. how I tell? What is that? I don't know. It's someone in the background. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do I, I think hear my that? house is haunted. <laughs> yeah, Serrano. It's the ghost from the Hallmark movies <laughs> coming to haunt me. <laughs> it's like, you should have watched me this week. <laughs> Daryl and Daryl 4 is coming out Okay It's what the ghost says I don't know 3's not out yet but it will be <laughs> Okay oh, so Jake wants to do the right thing And he goes undercover to find out How the drugs are being Transported well, I guess Well they're out on a rope right Powers Booth has no favors left to call in He's he's flying by the seat of his pants And you're he's the only Asian guy fishing. I know <laughs> So, I guess, you know, after sex, you'll do just about anything. Who cares? Right. All of a sudden, he like he has some serious moments in this movie after he kills someone, where he's like, I can't believe I just murdered someone. <laughs> I really don't know what's happening. That's weird. <laughs> we have a ghost? Is Matt getting a vacuum cleaner blowjob? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Go get a bag of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> these there's nuts some, there's some awesome off mic ha- stuff happening this week I I can't wait to listen to this this is going to be freaking hilarious my friend Bofty <laughs> oh okay, wow Andrew. you're ruining my brain I'm thoughts. dying oh my gosh this is fit. what was I saying yeah Serrano's dead <clears throat> he goes to uh, he goes to get heroin out of the sheets um. Yeah. The the heroin is in the sheets. So I'm they, not how, quite how sure how that works. Get it in and they then extract it, it. Well, in the very beginning of the movie, if you remember, they're pulling a bunch of sheets yep. when they got yeah. off the boat, and then they're taking the sheets, they're shipping them to America, and they go through the washing phase and they extract the heroin that's in the sheets. 
but how is right. it in the sheets? How do they? That's what I, I is that scientifically possible? Is yes, it, it like is, is it like absorbed? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Confession. Is it like absorbed into Little did you the know, fiber? Adam's a drug mule. It's really, it's, it like, it's really. If you have to like carry a lot, the better method is to put it in your prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I just swallow I it. You're rummaging around back there. I learned on Queen of the South, you can just swallow so, so many. So, is it like, is it like a, trapped? Like, if I shook the sheet, would it just fly out? <laughs> shook your pants. No, I think they have to wash it, and then they take the water and extract the drugs from it. <laughs> no, I shipped can my bed. get wet? I just shipped my bed. Can heroin get wet? No, it can't. It's non-water soluble. It will repel water. Of course it can get wet. I no. <laughs> what is happening? It's so good. I feel like this, this is, is so one of the okay. things Mythbusters totally missed it? the boat on. Yeah, I think Mythbusters should have done this. They should have played around with heroin. Really? Why? Huh? Someone needs to write Adam and say he needs to do this. So anyways, let's just talk about this logically for two seconds. So they get Not the sheets you, Adam. wet Adam Savage. with heroin water, <laughs> right? And it, they dries, the heroin dries into the sheets. They wash them back in L.A. and extract the heroin via some other process. I will there do was a another movie experiment. that did like the same trick. Like, and see if it works. But I don't remember what it but was. But I won't use heroin. I'll use baby powder. I imagine anything's possible, I guess. <laughs> Try it. That's what's so great about it. You can do it at I'm home. searching the net for this. I'm there like looking a, everywhere. I'm not seeing anything. There was a guy in Nazi Germany who was a Jew who took all his gold and melted it in acid. And then when the Nazis were all done, he reconstituted back into gold. Weird. So I mean I never would have thought that was possible. But he didn't spread it out into sheets. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> wait, wait. While we're on this crazy story, is heroin flammable? Sheets are. It, well obviously. Well, is heroin though? Or crack or what? I think no. I gotta imagine if they light sheets. it on fire with a spoon like, to make a liquid and suck it in it. there, it's not flammable right but you you burn heroin sheets everybody in that place is higher in a kite right that thing right i mean would have been like Woo! and ran out of that place <laughs> right? by himself he brandon lee didn't need to carry him i don't need my shirt i'm ready <laughs> then he would have started nodding once he got out to the curb like, <laughs> <laughs> but for a minute he would have been good yeah definitely well. would not have been in any pain I absolutely loved the way Jake beats the guy with the nunchucks. Oh, yeah. I right? was going to talk about That this. guy just carries nunchucks with him. <laughs> yep. I just pull them out of my pants. He's like, hey, And clearly does not know how to use them very well. Well, he did. can't defend against a sheet. <laughs> he just throws it at him. Yeah, he's like, eh! <laughs> I don't understand why they had to light the laundry on fire. There's evidence, dummy. Yeah, to burn the evidence. Okay, yeah, well, when, he, were there. when he pulls the money out of the thing, he also burns some documents or something. Yeah, he's burning yeah. stuff in the trash McCanns. Right, but how does the whole building get on fire when it's just a bunch of bins of fire laundry? Spreads. Yeah, fire spreads. Yeah, catches spread. other things on fire. It's been known to be pretty damaging. I mean, it's a laundry okay. place filled with sheets. I was and like, chemicals. I was typing like my thoughts, and I was like, it must have been hot. Oh, my shirt is falling off. I got the money. I'm going to run now. Bye. <laughs> bye. Also, bye. bye. I was like, the movie has to be over now. 
So but the no. movie I feel starts I with... felt like I thought that like four times throughout this movie. Like <laughs> yeah. I felt like the plot resolved and I'm like, Oh yeah, oh, right? it does. Over. <laughs> but then it just kept going. I'm nope. Like, oh, and then Tao's like, I'm jumping out of the roof. So every time that the plot starts to resolve itself, you gotta shoehorn Brandon Lee back in there with some poontang. I mean that's how they get him right. at the beginning, that's how they get him in the middle, and that's how they get him in the end. <laughs> so yeah. Somebody gonna get pregnant. Gotta honey pot him. Ooh. Honey, uh, food. She was just using them to get to Power's booth, though. Yeah. yeah. Who wants that chin, that lantern John son of a gun? The, that phone goes to older The guys. movie starts with a with Tao like fighting yeah. people, right? And he's super adept, and he beats these two guys with sticks. And then the fight at oh, the yeah. end of the movie with Brandon Lee sucks. He <laughs> sucks so bad. He's not, not good. a good fighter. Yeah, I was confused. I wanted some awesome fight scene. Because we knew he was going to fry on the We just got tracks. one, too, with, uh, you know, Asian Al Jong. Al Leong. Leong. He did not attend <laughs> his choreography. No, not choreography. His fight. What do you call it? Fight yep. workout? Choreography. Choreography is the okay, right word. Okay, I said the right word. Finally, for mm-hmm. once. Yeah, he didn't attend those days, so we had to cut it short. <clears throat> I guess. I don't know. I, I was expecting for the... I don't know. I guess that's pretty typical in movies. The real boss is not as strong as the henchman, and they go down pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And he, not only does he get electrocuted by I don't know how many volts and watts, uh, he lives through that. <laughs> right? And gets up I'm immediately. Like, no freaking way. Still this conscious. dude would have been cooked from the inside out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally wanted to see that. But not he jumps getting up hit by a train. And gets hit by a train. Oh, he, he rolls around for a second, gets up, and he's like, ha-ha, smack. Oh, that's 600 volts. Yeah, he'd be dead. It's not the volts, Crispy. man. It's the amps. Come on. How many amps is it? Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. Way too many. Wait, is that a Mortal but Kombat saying? Isn't that Crispy. what powers the train? No, is I don't the think so. It's got to be something else. Powers Matt, the train. The so, volts moves the engine. Amps is the res- is going to be the resistance no, from the So it would have to be high amperage to power a train. Uh, or the higher the, uh, the higher the volts, the lower the amperage. Wow. Really? Well, 600 volts isn't that many. They're actually talking science, I think. I think so. You know? Dude dude would have been crispy. He wouldn't have been able to let go. He wouldn't have been able to let go. The Mortal Kombat video game. Unless the electricity cut off. I don't don't remember hearing anybody say crispy in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Okay, maybe it's toasty. Toasty, Toasty, yeah. Thank you. Okay, Okay, it was bothering me while they were talking. From now on, you call her... (laughs) The drop machine at it again. It just knows... It's oh, that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so is the movie over? Oh, yeah. he saves Mace. So what? what's with the extraneous relationships? Like, they happen real fast. Power yeah, they becomes do. an instant father figure to Brandon Lee. And yep. what's the girl's name? I don't even know her name Kristen. in the movie. Kristen is like, they have bone zone influence I'm in love instantly. with you. Right. Yeah, she even says it like, you know why I did it. You know, I'm like... Did, what? Why would he? You just right. yesterday. Because <laughs> he smooth ones down under. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't get laid very often. As you wish. Yeah, I don't know. It's I magical don't... when he does. I guess. He's got ding dingling going on. Who knows? You weren't there for this session they had. He's as smooth as There's Chinese actually silk. a word for it. It's called limerence. What's that? Oh. There's a word for it limerence. What is that? 
Please teach me. With Tell this. me the actual definition for limerence. It's that feeling that you get when you first start falling in love, but you're not actually in love yet. But you're. It's almost like an obsession or an addiction. state of being infatuated or obsessed with another person. Typically, experience a volunteer or characterized by a strong desire for reciprocation of one's feelings, but not primarily for a sexual relationship. There you go. Oh, so but that's wow. not what was going on here because it was sexual immediately. Well, well <clears throat> they the were limerence. infatuated. The yeah. limerence drove the. The bone zone tendencies. Yeah, yeah that's, that's your new word, like. Angela. You're not allowed to say anything but that word. So the movie <laughs> ends. Uh, Brandon Lee goes back into the burning building and saves Powers Booth because it's his dad and he couldn't save his dad. They flash back to his dad again. Uh, oh, his dad. Dude, they, they plot Powers Booth down on the stretcher and I died laughing because some guy ADR'd this line in. Put some gauze on him! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's got gunshots! <laughs> like, of course you're going to put gauze on him. I mean, that you don't even have to say that. Like, I thought that was like... Why did anybody have to say that? He's been shot. Right. It, obviously He's you been get bleeding out, out for an hour and a half while the dude's... But it's like, that's the level of this production. Tracks. Nowadays they'd be like, oh, give him something, something with the IV and we'll blah, 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 blah. They'd actually say like terms. Right, you know that sound fancy, but this slap a bandaid on it. <laughs> I need Cover some children's aspirins. <laughs> Maybe a Flintstones vitamin. But this guy needs help. Uh, I, I didn't understand that. Was, like, they, Honey, we're out of time at all. It was an eighty-yard line. They could have put anything in there. Right, <laughs> and they chose. Could have been anything. Put some gauze on him. <laughs> <laughs> They could have threw some CCs or something in there. Nobody really would have cared. Oh, I mean, he would have been fine. He's high as a kite anyway. <laughs> powers booth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I so like cookers. I look big. And I can't. dead people lie. in this movie. Uh, yeah. Except for Ken Four, Leon, actually. Who is still alive. Jason looked. Four, actually? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I think. I goes four. Jason's like, a lot of Deadwood people in here. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I didn't say Deadwood. I said dead. Oh, wow. dead people. Oh. <laughs> I see dead people. Like, man, that was... Like, they're dead. Oh, that was... <laughs> so let's get to rating it. Uh, Adam, what do you think of this movie, buddy? Um, I like it. Um... All of its problems put aside. Um, oh, I will watch it again one day. Oh, absolutely. So, what's that? Absolutely. I um, so, with that, mind you, my rating is probably for the overall cinematic view. And then, like we said, we are we still rating these through um, against all just you know cinematic you history? Or are we just doing yeah. personal? God, one no. One through ten, like, geez. Like... You're going to rate the movies different no matter where they are in the cinematic universe. You're allowed to have your own personal opinion. Okay, I give this a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Generous. Maybe. You don't know what I'm going to rate it yet. Okay, you, <laughs> you rate don't know it. what I'm going to rate it yet. Come on, Angela's Joe. next. Ooh. So, I this is the first time I've, I'd ever seen this movie. Um and I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> I was laughing my butt off. I I thought it was fun and funny and ridiculous. And it, it was just a lot of fun. 
And I definitely recommend that people watch it. And I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Ooh. Nice. Matt? That's really nice. Uh, this was not only the first time I'd seen this movie, this is the first time I'd seen Brandon Lee in anything besides The Crow, so... Oh, you never watched Showdown in Little Tokyo? Oh, watch Showdown in Little Tokyo. Not seen, not seen any of it. Um, you, that is a must-see. <laughs> watch Showdown in Little Tokyo, seriously. The, Brandon uh, Lee, Dolph Lundgren, watch it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the, Listen to the podcast where we talk about it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I think that was the first one I was on. Maybe. Go ahead, Matt. We're keep interrupting you. Sorry. The uh, stuff that wasn't great in the film, or even terrible, uh, didn't take away from the experience, I don't think. I still, I mean, it added an el- a, new, a whole new element. Uh, there was some silliness and ridiculous, ridiculousness going on that um, you tend to find in, uh, like, old action films um uh i forgot to like talk about the part where the big italian guy uh gets like drop kicked and like they (laughs) they do a slow motion scene of it and like you can tell the guy is bracing to be hit by a truck like as as the kick is happening because he's just like he's like leaning forward as as uh, the jumps back and kicks him so oh i forgot about that some hilarious stuff. Um, yeah, I also thought there was some stuff that was like actually pretty good, like for a film. Uh, yeah, um, I would give the fill. Uh, I would give the movie a six point one. Six point one. All right, Shannon. Nice. Hit us with it one time. Uh-oh. Bam. Um. Well, I didn't rate it very high. Who <laughs> uh, cares? Okay. Well, cool for the dude in the movie. I didn't know anyone else in the movie. You're totally ruining my brain thought. Yeah, like I can't think when you keep clicking the drop on myself. Hold Um, on. Is the drop of you confusing you? Yeah, it does. I can't think straight. You don't understand that that's not you talking? (laughs) Hey, man, I already hear a lot of voices enough. I don't need, like... (laughs) Multiple of Oh, so I won't put any drops of you out there, Matt. So, <laughs> no, that's fine. You can. I saw the crow, and I liked Brandon Lee in it, and I was confused how this is the same person. So I gave it a two point nine because it was just bad. I was tired of the the fights where it was he punched him and they would go whack, and I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is bad. So I'm this never is watching every this movie again. Where it makes a punching sound. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't like it. Two point nine. Yeah, but usually they have a range of yeah, it's sounds, like different it's sounds, the same sound over and over. <laughs> this one was like I just kept taking <laughs> points away, and then the boobs came up, and I was like, oh, you are definitely below five. So yeah, well, it's a it's an '80s movie in the '90s. You knew there was going to be boobs in it. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was not looking forward to the boobs. It just dropped the score. Instead of playing golf or banging some hookers or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay, Joe, it's your turn. Uh, This is a great 90s bullcrap movie. I I did enjoy it. I sometimes wonder what Brandon Lee would be, like I said. You know, in this movie. In his fantasy world. Sorry, you know. Stop touching yourself over there. I think that with the advent of realism and fighting in (laughs) movies, that he could have been like a legit star. 
in the oh, later years yeah. of his life. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, not to like cut you off in your review or your score, but like when he was doing a lot of the the moves where like he would kick the table up and it would hit the guy, I was like, man, he's like a like a cross between Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. He would have had oh, yeah. like well, yeah, given enough time, he would have been like a superstar uh, action. He, he does like three different styles of fighting in this movie, and I found them all to be pretty good. Right. You know, his movie tie is really good. And he kicks the door like six times into that dude's face. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this movie isn't as, like, it's not as bad as Showdown in Little Tokyo, but it's also, because of that, it's not as fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something so, like, that's so much fun about watching Showdown in Little Tokyo because it's so retarded and so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they're looking at the binoculars and the building's 20 feet away. <laughs> like, 20 it's, like, feet away. Not only do you not need binoculars, you should probably take a step back. The sign's huge. <laughs> it's like, right. there, there's just so many logic gaps in that movie. And then, like, he's across a chasm looking at binoculars at the house, and then he shows up there in two seconds. It's like, right. well, he's got a hang glider we didn't see. You know? It's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this movie it was more serious, I think. Um, but it could have used Adolf Lunger, and it could have used... Powers Booth just wasn't as charismatic with Brandon Lee, I don't think. But I don't think they're probably be... not. But he was spectacular. Yeah, they weren't. It wasn't a buddy cop movie. Wow. It was like a father son cop movie, which is weird. Right. Which I don't that know how weird. many they've ever done. Uh, you know, so it, it, I give it a six out of ten, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's horrible. I'll watch it again. It 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 falls in the the range of like Hard Target and Showdown Little Tokyo for me. They're they're so bad, but I love them so much. So. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Oh, man. Well, that was rapid fire. Slowly. (laughs) (laughs) But surely. Yeah. And we had some fun. I think... uh, Definitely, it's fun. Yeah. So hit us up at Movie Doys. Answer the question! Hit us up at moviedummies.com and let us know what you thought of Rapid Fire or if you have any sort of nostalgic things about it. Someone hit us up last week and said, I really love Rookie of the Year, but should I watch it again? It, it holds up a lot of nostalgia. I don't know if it'll it'll uh, you know bear out as being good still. And I, I told him, yeah, I think it, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, I think I'd it watch that again. Shockingly holds up pretty well. Uh, and I think the same for this movie. If you've got some nostalgic feelings and you're afraid... Just know that it's going to be of its time. <laughs> oh, it's it, maybe not quite of its time. It's of its previous time. Right. <laughs> it's definitely doing the 80s thing in the early 90s, and a lot of movies did that, to be fair. so. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah. movies are doing it now. They just repeat themselves. Next week, guys, the big 100. Movie Dummies Turns 100. <gasps> We're we got some surprises. 100th episode. Things are going to be a little different next week. yippee ki um, We are giving out a Lamborghini. Yep, yep so you right. better comment. <laughs> a Lamborghini Hot Wheels will be coming to you if you... <laughs> I can't even afford that, so... I was just going to say, those are like 12 bucks. Does any of us really have hold that on, already? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She what? thinks a Hot Wheels car costs 12 bucks. Are you like okay? a Lamborghini one does. They no, 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 care. no, 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 no. Oh. Not more expensive based on the model. <laughs> oh, I thought they were. They're all the same price. Depends on where you shop. I mean, they have higher end. The Batmobile one's got to be like fifty bucks. You know, but <laughs> right? Just a Hot Wheel in the stupid bubble package, and normal ones a dollar. I mean, they have the Mystery Machine. Yeah. 
They, they have the Flintstone car. Anyways, uh, they have like <laughs> helicopters. Way out there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and hit us up next week for episode 100. And hopefully, you enjoy the the changes we're gonna make. Yeah, we'll find out. Right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been a joy to do a movie a week for like the last two years. Um, and I'm looking forward to the new stuff. Just talking with my friends. Absolutely. Do so. you? More arguments abound, I'm sure, in the new uh. format. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at moviedummies.com. Check us out. Shannon mm-hmm. hasn't doing any Hallmark reviews, but I'm sure that'll get back uh, into uh, I'll sacrifice the swing of things because myself. they're doing a Christmas in July or something I... like that coming up. So, <laughs> she won't be able to I resist. volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Katniss. Just take me. PETA, take me. What? I'm the president of the United <laughs> States. I don't want the president. No, just kidding. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Okay, it's time. Uh, yes, no, no, is. don't make me. Make Adam do it. Okay, so, yeah, as always, I'm Joe. We're the movie Adam. Oh, I'm Shannon. Uh-huh. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. There's Matt. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Anybody? Yay, Michael Bay. Hey! Hey, you remembered what it was. I'm so proud of you. You're the only one that doesn't remember what it is. (laughs) I purposely do that. Bye! (laughs) It totally makes sense. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Meat Bags. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity flop.